Welcome to the Why Wait Podcast. My name is Julie. My name is Beth, and we are your hosts. We are two sisters who love life coaching and are ready to ask you the question, why wait? Life is precious, and too many times we hold back, have fear or believe thoughts that leave us waiting. We understand we've been there. Join us as we help you progress and find personal fulfillment through knowledge as we teach you tools that will enable you to love yourself more fully and improve your own life. No more waiting. Let's go. Hello. Welcome to today's episode. I am Julie, your host with Beth. Say hi, Beth. Hello. Let's say hi, Beth. Just kidding. <laughs> hi, Beth. <laughs> um, we today are going to be talking about a very important topic. So turn up the volume, sit down, get a pen and paper. I'm just kidding, but seriously, we're going to be talking about what is coaching and why you need it. Yes. I'm talking to you. Yeah. So that one thing that is pretty common is people ask, well, what is a life coach? What do you do? And sometimes people get the confusion of therapy and life coaching combined, which they're two separate entities. Yeah. Yeah. And they do different things. And so we felt like, you know, as we're moving along with our coaching business, it's important that we re-remind people what life coaching is and why you really need it. So, yeah. And, um, here's some things. So her and I both, Beth and I both, um, heard the life coaching term. We've all, we all go through this, this, what's the life cycle of life coaching of hearing about it, hearing this buzzword, knowing a cringy life coach or a health coach or somebody you're like, Oh, please. Um, and then at some point in your life, you're humbled to realize how powerful or impactful, whether you listen to a podcast or someone tells you about someone else or some way a life coach touches your life and you kind of tune in your ears. You're ready to listen at the time. Your ears are open and you apply maybe something that you heard and you're like, huh, what is this thing? I don't know what it is, but I know I feel better for a reason. And for me, that's how it started. Like I was miserable for no darn reason other than my brain. And I just was searching for why I couldn't figure it out. I knew I wasn't depressed. And, um, I happened to come across my life coach, Jody Moore, and I just felt better when I would listen to her. I felt some hope. I felt validated. I felt heard and listened to. And, um, so that's what led me on my path, but I've, we, I I've heard over and over about, you know, um, comments of people like, well, what is, well, that's just silly or what is that? Or I don't know. I knew this one life coach. So as much as we can correct the stigma of what life coaching is, it helps everyone, not just our business, not just you. It helps everyone realize how much offer there is to be how much value there is to be offered. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. So before I tell you a little bit about my experience with life coaching, um, when it's in therapy, the way that my instructor and the, the, the program I went through taught us was about like therapy is more about uncovering and recovering. So things in your past that childhood traumas or, um, mental health issues. Now, don't get me wrong. When you're in life coaching, 
you're moving forward and you're discovering, and you will find that there are things from their past, a person's past, that really have kind of played as a record in their brain or is a repeated pattern that they need to break, but we don't dwell in the past. We, we want to move forward. We want to discover. And, um, I know that when Julie introduced me, uh, seven, I don't know, seven years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was, she introduced me to podcasting Jody Moore. I was like, Whoa, now I didn't hire Jody. Julie hired Jody, but I wanted to listen. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to understand it. I was like, ding, ding, ding. Like, this is awesome. So for me, it was more of an onlooker an observer. And I would listen to her coaching people. Cause I wanted to hear that, but mm-hmm. I never hired her. Mm-hmm. But when I was becoming a life coach in 2019 through my program, I had a life coach that worked with me for six or eight weeks. I can't remember right now. And sh- I cannot tell you how much just those weekly appointments with her for an hour was life transformative, especially launching my business, my life coaching. And so it was really about moving forward. And sometimes you want to be the listener and observe and find out what is life coaching. And that's why we do things on Friday so that women that don't want to necessarily hire, or they can observe and listen and be a part of. And then there's the, then there's the, you know, moving forward with your life and what do you want to accomplish and how we can get you there. Yeah. And there's times when we're coaching someone that we will realize that, okay, you do need therapy for this situation, right? Like we understand where our limitations fall and we understand that there are, you know, it might not be happening in your past. It might be happening right now, but it is beyond the scope of life coaching. I I always say life coaching is helping you achieve your dreams and, and launch forward versus, um, dealing with something that's really hard, like death, divorce, trauma, grief, um, addictions and things like that. It's kind of like once those things are settled and you're like, I don't really need therapy anymore, but gosh, I really valued that weekly appointment. or I really liked learning more about myself, or I realized that when I had that accountability, I was better, but I don't want to pay for therapy or whatever. That is where life coaching comes in. And I am so, um, what's the word I want to find that I can never find any of my words, but anyways, I just feel so strongly about the fact that it is the, the gym membership for your brain, because I myself have gone to therapy. I've done life coaching. I've, um, just done the observing I've been in, involved in it. And then I've gone out of it and realized like, oh boy, nothing was wrong in my life, but I feel like in, unless you're constantly kind of being onto yourself and realizing your thoughts and your patterns and, and being proactive and intentional with who you are, what you want to think and where you want to go. Life just passes you by. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to someone that would say, I thought I would be farther by now, or even my children. I've realized, Oh man, the week went by and I wanted to do this thing. And I'm like, huh, how fascinating that unless we are intentional and we schedule and we, and we plan for things, life, your brain will allow you to just let your life pass you by in just patterned thinking and patterned living. Yeah. And there's a quote, cause Julie and I like to give one quote during 
our pod, our podcast. And I love this quote. Um, I heard it on a show. I was watching a parenting show. It's really good. Anyway. Um, it, Oh, where did it go? Okay. So, and this is what it reminds me of, like in regards, therapy is great. And like Julie and I have both said, mm -hmm. we have had clients that we're like, you need to find a really good therapist. Let me help you like mm -hmm. go to this website. If you're looking for EMDR, IFS, or and whatever it is, like we're there to help them get to that because there's things that we just aren't going to touch. But this quote is the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. So when someone does get through therapy and they work through the past as, as, you know, as a reference, we want to move them forward. So it's not a place of residence mm -hmm. so that you don't live in the past and you, you move forward. So the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. And realistically, like the point behind this podcast, it's not to sound salesy or like, it just is so much. Um, growth and value when you are able to get into your thoughts and just kind of examine them. I, me, myself, like I, we know it all. We're life coaches, right? We know it all. We listen all. We continue to learn. But Beth and I will coach each other and even, um, you know, help each other see the pattern that our brain is trying to constantly offer us. And it, I'm telling you, it usually takes someone else to go, Oh, so this is what's happening. And you're like, Oh, crap. You know, it's just, there's just something about it. And so when we coach women or we hear them talk and we'll just ask them questions and offer certain things. And we have tools that we use to help you, um, reach those goals and get into those thought patterns and, um, you know, advance in your life. It just never fails that someone's like, Oh, like you, you come to the point that you needed to hear as you're being coached. And I just, I don't know. I may please tell us if you can get there on your own, because <laughs> I'm not saying that you can't ever, but it's just so helpful. You guys, whether you listen to it on a podcast, whether you come take a course from us, whether you hire one-on-ones or, or however you, you get that mental forward progress help that we truly need. Yeah. And there are two things. One thought that came to me is like, would you like when you're inside the bottle, you can't see the label mm -hmm. and that's what you need a life coach to be able to help you see the label. You, you, you cannot see it when you're inside that bottle. So, um, the thing about it too, is there's so many different coaches. There's coaches that are health coaches. There is food coaches. There's parenting coaches. There's pornography use coaches. There are business, business. coaches. Yeah. Yeah. There are photography coaches. Mm -hmm. There are podcasting coaches, mm -hmm. you name it. There's a coach that can help you. There's financial coaches, mm -hmm. like anything you want. There are coaches out there to help you. And again, we just believe in it so much. We, we would love to work with you, but we also know it doesn't, if it's not us, find somebody to coach you mm -hmm. find out. We just had a very interesting call recently with a client that came on and she was like, I'm not really sure what I want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then literally by the end, she's like, Oh my gosh, like what we accomplished today, what she, the thoughts she had, the ideas she came up with the progress she felt like she was going to make. She's like, here, I got on with you guys. I didn't know what to talk about and look at all that I feel that we got done and what I now know I need to do. And I just feel so much better. So thank you so much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
And that's it right there. I think as you were talking and I was thinking about all the different coaches and realistically what we have learned in the amazing age of technology and science and brain study is that our brains are mostly the same. We all have different life experiences and triggers and things like that. But step one, our brain's job is to keep us alive and the patterns in which it does that offers us these patterns and habits. And now in science, we've learned, oh my gosh, look, we know this is going to happen. You're perfectly on track. And here's how you get around that. Here's how you, you hack around that. And we've been able to spell it out and teach it where I feel like in the past, it was like, you either went to therapy or you randomly figured it out. And there were some people that, you know, were more gifted than others. But now I feel like it's just crazy not to go learn some of those tools because again, our brains are all the same. Satan, the adversary is the same. He will come at you and I almost the same as the last thousands of years. He has the same formula, same tools. And so he's able to tap into that brain chemistry a lot easier than we realize. And so building the tools to know, okay, this is how my brain works. Oh, this is how I'm tempted and swayed to be stuck and not my best self. And, and look, here's all I have to do on a, you know, consistently to stay my best self. And, and as we were talking before this podcast, just about life and kids and um, the next course that we're recording and this and that, I realized that at the root of most of everything is the fact that we like to feel good. Our brain likes to feel good. Our spirits like to feel good. We like to feel good. And when we're in discomfort and we don't feel bad, two things happen. We signal that something's gone wrong. Our brain starts to spin, but our spirit also notices and kind of gives us a little warning like, hey, that doesn't feel good. And so we use whatever tool we have in our tool pack to try and feel better. And sometimes it works and sometimes it overextends um, our balance, meaning like, okay, here's, here's a good one. Here's a good example from this weekend was um, we were traveling to Arizona and we were eating. Rich was done. We went into the gas station, right? We were all eating. Rich was like, I'm going to go handle the car. He goes outside and we're getting in the car and he goes, I went in and I paid for that guy's gas, but I need him to get the gas, but he's kind of out of it. So I'm like, just go help him. So we, I kind of step in a little and say, Hey, um, he put $40 on your gas, like go ahead and fill it up. And Rich is like watching. So the guy like kind of goes and fills it up and he starts to stop at $30. And Rich is like, I knew it. I knew he was going to do this. And I was like, okay, but what, who cares? And so I just said, Hey, there's 10 more dollars. You might want to go get your change. Right. And so he's like, I, I don't like the way I'm feeling right now, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, let's, let's break it down. Let's, let's life coach this. Right. And I, that's not what I said, but at the root of it, he saw someone in need and that hurt a little. Okay. And so his brain and his spirit was like, I want to help. And then here comes logic behind it. Like, Oh, he's probably going to waste. He doesn't need the money, blah, 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 blah. But his spirit and his brain's like, I want to help. So he decides to help. He decides to, to give this guy some money in the most neutral way he can. We all know you don't hand a drug addict cash because you're just going to, but he felt the call to help. And so I said, Rich, you did everything you could. Like I said, you really just have to stay close to your, your core values, the spirit and be, be intentional. I said, and you leave the rest up to the other person. Like you did everything right. And what he decides to do with that money 
it's, it's on him. I don't feel like, you know, if he'd went up and handed him the $40, then yeah, I could have been like, come on now. We know better than that. But I feel like he did everything he could. He felt impressed. He followed a prompting and that was his job. The part he didn't like was after that happened is he felt like he got swindled. Right. And so then in order to correct that bad feeling, he wanted to be mad at the guy and at himself. And I'm like, with life coaching, I said, you just really can get to a point where you're like, I can only control me. And so Rich, you followed a prompting, you controlled what you could control. And when it gets ugly and uncomfortable is when you're trying to control the other person. Right. And so when you can realize those patterns and step back, he was like, ah, you're right. Yep. You're right. And like, it just takes a matter of recognizing and working on that. And you get to a place of being who you want to be when you want to be being able to follow those promptings and not having to control the world around you. And realistically, that is happiness. I think that's where you find joy. There's still going to be hardship, pain, uncertainty, but at the end of the day, you can kneel down before your heavenly father and feel like you did your best job. Yep. And you know what, honestly, like as a coach, you're really, you're a professional listener Mm -hmm. because some all like with rich, he probably wanted to just really verbalize his frustration, knowing that this guy was probably going to try to get some money out of that, that generosity of him putting the gas, you know, providing Mm -hmm. that $40, but rich just needed to verbalize to you or even by his actions, show you how he was feeling. And that's what coaching sometimes, if we can get it out of our head and get it out on the table, verbalize it, get it out in the world, then we're able to process it and move forward and change and become a better person. Mm-hmm. So really Julie and I are there to help you by listening to you, helping you verbalizing it, and then providing you tools that can help you if that's what you need. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to us and, and go to our website. Um, We would love for you to jump on there and book some sessions or join one of our groups or um, get one of our programs that we've, that we've got out there. And in May, start start getting your toes wet in life coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we we promise we're very easy. (laughs) And in May too, in May, 2023, we're doing, um, a women's retreat in Idaho from May 3rd through the 6th. We would love for you to join us. It's going to be amazing. And it will definitely give you a really good taste into the world of life coaching. Yeah. Yep. Okay. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today on our Why Wait podcast. If you want to share us with your family and friends, we would love it. The best way to do that is to leave us a review on iTunes or on any podcast platform that you are listening to us on. Also, as our gift to you, we have free Friday coaching every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link will be in the show notes and we would love to see you there. Have a great week.